Hey everybody, it's Will with ScheduleFly, and I'm excited today uh, to have Keith and Tabby Wren on the phone, a father-daughter combo in Westchester, Ohio, and they own The Cone, and The Cone has been in business for since 1995, so 23 years now in trucking, uh, an ice cream business that's really become an absolute landmark and an institution in in, um, Westchester. And the family's all involved, and they love what they do. They work hard at what they do, and they're kind enough, Keith and Tabby were today, to, to take some time to talk about that. So thank you both for taking your time. I know you're very busy. Thank you. Thank you. So, okay, so I did a little research, so help me fill in some gaps here. Um, y'all, I think, Keith, your your family was, your dad started an ice cream business, is that right? And you kind of have been involved in the business well uh, since actually. Age- yeah, that that's correct. My 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 dad and and me started the cone. Okay. Um, and he was involved in it till just a few years ago when he had to retire because he lives in a he lives in a retirement facility now. Um, he's unable to work, but uh, I bought it from him a couple of years ago. I purchased it, um, and but he did start it in his original store. Uh, I was fourteen years old and working in that store on and off throughout growing up. So I've been involved in the ice cream business for about 40, 46 <laughs> years, I believe. That's awesome, man. You, you, uh, you clearly are found what you were meant to do. It sounds like, <laughs> well, like I said, it was, it was on and off for a while. I've done many, I've done several other businesses. I owned a, we owned a mini storage. The family did, which is still behind us, but we don't own it anymore. And we also owned uh, shipping and packing in a, in a storage, or I said a storage place, but a truck rental that uh, was very large. And we, I did an insurance, I sold insurance for 10 years, if you can believe that, during that time also. So oh, goodness. You're a busy man. <laughs> uh, this is uh, the longest I've ever done one thing, uh, you know. Because before I, I was just, it was like 10 years for the insurance and 10 years for the mini storage. Yeah. Well, and, and so the, uh, so since 14 though, you've been in some way or shape or form involved with ice cream. So what, um, which is well, I tip my hat. That's a, that's, uh, an enduring, um, career and, and time doing something that, you know, clearly you've, you and your family have brought a lot of smiles to a lot of faces. Cause when I think of ice cream, I always think of smiles. Um, and especially with families and, and kids. So tell me a little bit about, the the cone first of all i want to get into the actual physical presence of the cone because it's a unique uh design and i feel like i think i you you bought um something or moved a building up from florida is that right when you first started tell me what's the story there right the the first thing that happened in a nutshell was we went to the township and we presented the proposal to uh build a giant ice cream cone building which was 30 foot tall shaped just like an ice cream cone uh immediately they told my father who was there in the meeting the township uh, the township (laughs) did they says you can't do this and he said well you show me in the plans or in the in the zoning rules where it says we can't build it and the guy thumbed through the plans and uh or the zoning rules and says you know what you can build it i'm not happy about it but you can build it because we forgot (laughs) We forgot to put it in the plant or in the zoning rules. We oh, that's great. copied them from another township or another city. 
And uh, so that was the beginning of 18 months that it took to build it because they, they caused us a lot of grief in building it because they, they were against it. And, and then now they're our, our best friends because we're I one bet. of the largest uh, draws in the area. We're, 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 part of the, uh, we're part of the community big time. We belong to the, the chamber and we belong to the uh, Butler County Visitors Bureau. And, and we're, on, we're on the map. Let's, so to say, for, for people that come to the area, uh, as well as, you know, the bulk of our businesses, we draw right from right from around the area, but we also draw from outside the area, too. Well, so 30-foot-tall ice cream cone. Um, so clearly a, something that um, is memorable and a landmark. And so um, has it, when since you've built that, have you expanded the building? I mean, how large is the place? Describe oh, yes. it to me a little bit. Yeah, the the building itself was a, an original building that was was from Florida. They they built these in Fort Myers, Florida. They built big they, ice cream cones. Big ice cream cones. And okay. It came in pieces, and they put a, they had a few put up, but they were having problems putting them up as 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 well as we did, <laughs> um, because of cities and zoning and things like that. The, the building itself see, is considered 100% signage, and that's where the rub comes in. You know, uh, okay. A lot of a lot of cities will zone it out because it, it is shaped like and it's very small. The building itself, but we did add a drive-through room to it and a dining room and a dining room. Originally, we built the dining room with it. Now, and then we added a game room, so we have one of the largest pinball collections in the area. Oh wow! Uh, as, as well as Pac-Man and and claw machines and candy cranes and things like that. And kitty rides outside. Uh, these are coin op rides that the kids play. There's probably how many you think out there, Tammy? About 20, about 20 oh, kitty wow. rides out front. So it's kind of a place where, you know, obviously we have, uh, kids or teenagers that come here, but we have a lot of families that come here too, because the kids will go play or, in the game room or on the kitty rides as well as eat ice cream. Yeah. You've got a little nostalgia going on there too. I'd love to come play some pinball and Pac-Man. You don't see that much anymore. <laughs> well, you know, we have a penny press for, uh, you know, for, for people that want to collect the penny with our picture of the building on it, as well as two other pictures. And, um, the other thing that probably you don't, you didn't see, but we have three, uh, mobile concession units that are also the shape of giant ice cream cones. They're not 30 foot tall, by the way. They're only 12 feet tall, but we pull those around to festivals and also to do a lot of corporate events. In fact, that's why we're doing this podcast on Monday, because we have corporate events. We, we try not to schedule those on Monday, but we do, we do have them most every day of the week during the season, several at, at a day usually. Are you all open year round? Oh, no. No, I don't okay. think we can handle this year round. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fairly intense. April uh, 1 through October 1st, basically. Yeah. April th- Six okay. months. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, good. Well, that, okay, so, uh, so you're, so it's, it's really, really busy for those six months. And then you have the other six months to take a breath and plan and get ready for another busy season, I would assume. Yeah, we stay, we stay fairly busy in the off season, just getting ready, especially with all the, we do over 200 and something uh, events a year. Probably more now. Probably probably more. <laughs> we haven't counted them up. But, I mean, I know last year was 240 events for the season with our mobile concession units. So that keeps us 
they, there's a lot of planning that, that is involved in that as well as planning for the store too. You know, a lot of, you know, we, we do all any, any work we need to do in the fall construction, like, you know, if we need to redo a trailer or something like that, which we have two, we're going to redo this, uh, this off season. So we'll have our hands full, just keeping up with that. Um, and then Tabby, how long have you been? Have you, so you kind of grew up in the business, I guess. Well, yeah, <laughs> I was two when it opened. So I've been around the whole time, but I really started working what when I was 12. Yeah. I probably fired you at that point a couple of times. <laughs> um, I probably started working around 12 and then really in the store when I was about 15, 16 and I'm 25 now. So <laughs> probably about 12 years. What do you all, um, what, what do y'all love the most? And I'll let you each answer, but what do you love the most about, about what you do at the cone? Um, it's pretty amazing. I get to, um, pretty much plan my day. Um, without like, you know, the corporate bosses and everything. Yeah. So there's a lot of flexibility with that, which I mean, obviously there's responsibility as well, but, and then the customers are generally happy, which is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, you're serving ice cream. I, I, yeah. it's, it's, it, but like I said, it puts a lot of smiles on a lot of faces. Right. I think. And it's a happy place. I mean, we have a lot of teenagers working for us, and for the most part, they're they're happy, and we're happy. So. Yeah, we don't. Uh, the other nice thing is that we don't uh, we don't grill anything here. Okay? okay. So that they don't go home smelling like uh, burgers and fries. burgers and fries. <laughs> Which, you know, that's okay, but trust me, I've been in that business before and you don't want to go home smelling like grease. It's 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 not a good smell. And we have ice cream galore on our menu. I mean our menu is very intense and very large. Every year it seems like we add something. This year we added the edible the edible cookie dough, which was crazy. Suck <laughs> off like you wouldn't believe. Oh wow. And and we we're even doing that in our mobile concession units as one of our one of our treats in addition to just having the cones um i kind of lost track of what i was saying there (laughs) why we love the cone why we love the (laughs) cone but you know it it is it is a happy place like she said um we do make kids happy we get a lot of positive reviews um because we do serve a product and, and i'm not just saying this it's far and above what our competitors have. Um, we only buy premium. Yeah. It, it, we go so far as, you know, obviously the ice cream that we make, we make or enhance everything in the store every day, uh, every single day, except mm. for our chocolate ice cream. That's the only, that's the only flavor that we take straight from the dairy and put it in the machine. Cause it's so good. We don't need to change it. Gotcha. Okay. Every day. So, I mean, tell me about the, like how is competition, uh, affected the business over the years and has it changed? I mean, there's, there's a lot of change now. Um, and, uh, I would, is, is it more competition than you've had in the past or? Oh less? yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. And I might add that there, there is over the years, there's been a tremendous amount of competition in our area. We're an upscale middle class area. And if you want to put an ice cream store in Ohio, this is where you come. You're going to come to Westchester, Ohio, or you're going to come to Columbus. Okay. But the only and, and and it's a very unique place 
I don't know what your area is like, but on our area, we have ice cream stores that are chains. And th these are primarily hard ice cream, although we have some soft serve in the area. Th they will put an ice cream store gas station on every corner. Mm. Okay. So yeah. we have more ice cream than I think anybody in the country. I mean, and I, without naming names, which I'm not going to do, um, there's just everybody here. And everybody that decides they want, they're in the franchise business moves to the area and builds a new store. And at first we think, oh my gosh, here they come. It's going to affect our sales. And it never really does. And we never really does. They, they keep on working us to death, basically, which, which is a good thing. In other words, we stay busy. And um, at first, maybe the hype is a little bit and we'll, we'll notice a little bit of a downtick. And then uh, after a few weeks, we don't even notice that they're there. That's great. Well, you've got something that's very unique. I mean, very unique in the sense of the, the building itself is unique, but you've also got a business that's been run by a family for a long time. And, you know, people are, I think, you know, people are looking for that more and more now and the hospitality and the genuine, authentic friendliness that comes along with that, because that's not something that's easy to replicate across tons of locations in a chain uh and there's nothing unique about a chain it's fine if you want you know you know what you're going to get or whatever but you guys have got something really unique and something that's memorable i mean people will remember when they go to the cone i imagine and kids will and they'll grow up i remember going there not not some gas station place that has soft serve or whatever that's a stopover kind of thing but um i would imagine that the more generic kind of stuff that pops up it, in some ways it probably helps you stand out even more doesn't it I think it does. And, and you know, I, I, some of them will blame me when they go out of business. I, I would, you know, I could probably name 10 places in the last 20 something years that have come and gone and, and they'll get upset with me and I'll look at their location when they move in, for instance, and say, they're not going to make it because that's a horrible location. I don't know why they picked it. Um, and then they don't have anything that stands out. Like you said, they're, they're just, they're just there with products that you could get anywhere. And, and that to me is, is what, like you said, what makes us different. Um, you'd have to see our menu to, to, <laughs> to fathom what we're talking about. I mean, if a guy comes up and he, well, to give you an example, our most popular flavor is orange vanilla. And that's the old creamsicle. We've made that for 40 something years. Wow. And we developed, we developed that with a dairy and we're the only people in the whole entire world that make that particular product. It is, it is ours. No one else can, uh, can use it. And with that said, we have many, many other options on the menu for people to choose. Right. I mean, we grind up the strawberries, dice the peaches for those ice creams. All fresh. and Yeah. All fresh. Right. What do you, what's food, and you, you don't, you don't grill, what, what food do you serve? We do serve hot dogs okay. and, and corn dogs and hot mats. We have, do have a convection oven. That is a very small part of our business. Yeah. Very small. In fact, uh, it can be a thorn in our side, to be honest with you. Like last night, I think we had somebody that ordered 10, 10 hot dog meals right in the middle of us making Sundays in the back and banana boats and cookie dough treats and wizards and everything else. And we're like, Oh my gosh, we don't have enough room for this. That is our only downfall. The building itself was never designed to do what we do. Hmm. 
Uh, it was designed to only have two ice cream machines in this in this building, and we have how many? Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We have eight machines, which are double heads with a twist. So. 16 flavors, basically. 16 flavors. <laughs> well, some of those are just vanilla, vanilla right. on the other side, because like the strawberry will mix that with vanilla, the orange will mix with vanilla, the, obviously the chocolate would mix with vanilla. We have Italian ice in a machine that we make ourselves. We have a pineapple sherbet that's to die for. We have a homemade peanut butter. Mm. We make the topping and all for that. Oh, goodness. One. That is popular. Yeah. Right now we're running fresh peach with we grind up the peaches. We use a combination of fresh peaches as well as organic uh, uh, peach preserves locally sourced. And, oh, wow. you know, we do a lot of things. Actually, the way I, the best way I can explain to you what we do is we do everything the hard way. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. But you, yeah, <laughs> the hard way, but the right way. And the people and customers notice the difference for sure. Right. Um, well, speaking of the hard way, okay, so we talked about what you love. What, what is the hardest thing about what you do? What is the biggest challenge about what y'all do because in you know as, as i was telling you before we started um, recording keith i mean this is sure. a good opportunity for people to learn you know there's it is there's the react there's the image of owning a, a business like yours and 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 there are many many great things about it there's also um a lot of tough challenges that people you know don't see a lot of times that, that sometimes there, they learn there the is there is and, and i'll let tabby throw in some things on this after i tell you my my take um you know, we have a lot of very good employees, okay? But they are very hard to find. Hmm. And that's so is, much these days. Everybody it has says a that. a real challenge. Yeah. Every business in this area has a sign that says, now hiring, hmm. open interviews. And I will tell you this. This is something that people don't realize. There are many restaurants in our, business, in our area who will randomly close the doors a day or an evening because they don't have enough staff to operate the store. Oh my goodness. They'll close their drive through. There's chains down the street that close their drive through on a regular basis because they don't have enough people to operate the drive through in Westchester, which is a, 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 which is where you would come if you were going to what? So there must be a lot of families there and a lot of, uh, folks that are of age to, to work. Well, there is, but they but, don't have to work. But they don't have to they work. Have to Mommy work. and daddy give them a car. Yeah. Okay. Mommy and daddy pay for everything and tell them just enjoy yourself. You don't need you yeah. don't need to work. Okay. So those aren't our employees, and, and we we do have, like I said, very good employees. But that is a tremendous challenge, and everybody always thinks, oh, I can do better. I can get more employees than they do, and that's trust me. We we go to job fairs. We pay more than anybody in the area, mm. okay? Uh, our kids do very well if they stay with us as far as pay. I won't even tell you how much we pay some of our top people. They make a lot of money. A lot of them, and here's the sad part and the good part for them. It's good and bad. It's, it, you know, uh, we have employees that are getting 30 hours a week in overtime because we don't have enough staff. Wow. Yeah, so that that does cut into the bottom line, but we just you know we have to have them. We have to have them because we're not you know last night as an example we have a double drive-through, and sometimes we have to turn it into a triple drive-through. It gets so backed up, even though we're very fast. Our customers compliment us on how fast it goes. 
It's probably the longest stacking drive through in the state of Ohio. Goodness. It wraps around our building uh, two or three times before it comes around to the uh, the little booth where they pay. We actually have a, a booth that looks like a carnival booth. Actually, that's what it is, just so you know. <laughs> that's it has awesome. Lights. It has flashing lights and everything, just like you see at the carnival. And and that's where they pay. And and then they go to the window to pick their items up. And we go out into the drive through with, with computers, with portable iPads, and take their order in the, in the uh, drive through just mm. to make sure we keep the line moving very fast. Last Sunday, we did 681 cars through drive through Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was crazy. Well, in, under that level of intensity and the stress that would come along with just managing all that, then yes, you, you've got to have good people. I mean, the, you know, the two of you can't do it. You've got to have really good people that are able to operate under high levels of intensity while somehow then not making the customers feel um, stressed out and making the customers right. feel happy right. and relaxed and yeah. tough to do, I would imagine, especially in a you know, this is something that every single owner, no matter what part of the country he or she is in, uh, that I speak to talks about this issue um, being I, I, without fail. I think I think every single one has said the biggest challenge right now is finding and keeping good people. Um, it's a tough challenge Especially. for this business. I mean, it's a right. concerning trend. Um, uh, it, but, you know, it sounds like you've. Well, I guess it's something that you've you've done the best you can with. It's it's an ongoing challenge, but um, you also, I guess, on the flip side of that, once again, have something fairly unique to offer people. I guess it's 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 a institution there in the town. It's um, something that's been there a long time. I would imagine they have opportunities to grow within the business if they're there long enough and work hard. So, it, I mean, it's a great opportunity. Just matter matter of finding the right people, huh? That is correct. And, and, you know, I, I guess I have employees that if I could duplicate those employees by 10, 10 or 20, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh, it'd be, it'd be uh, wonderful. But, you know, like I said, we can't do that. I mean, it's, we, we hire as many good ones as we can. But we they are 16. There's, there's some of them are 16. <laughs> so that, you know, when we hire them and that obviously that comes with a, you know, some challenges. When they're 16. Are the challenges different with 16-year-olds now than they were 10, 20 years ago? Yes, definitely. I, I Because my daughter wouldn't know this because she was two years old when we, right. when we opened. <laughs> uh, the crew was totally different when we first opened the stores. And and I guess there's a, um, a phrase. My daughter's going to kill me, but sometimes I call them, uh, what is that? Goldfish? No. Um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because it they snowflakes. are the snowflakes because they are they are all about me. A lot of them are, mm. and uh, they weren't so much that way when we first started. You know, they and and don't get me wrong, we have a lot of employees that are very willing to go above and beyond what we uh, even expect. Even expect, you know, if you say, "Hey, I need, I'm desperate. I, we need somebody for." Tuesday for a mobile that came up, you know, one of our concession units. We've got several employees that if, if they're free, they'll just drop what they're doing and help us out, you know. So yeah. we have 
excellent experiences in that regards. Just unfortunately, not as as many as we used to. You know, there's not as as much of that going on. So, uh, is there because they're not maybe perhaps learning some of these skill sets and mentalities at home? Do you, do you does it does it now fall? I mean, do you guys have to then? sort of train this into them or I mean, how do you handle that? How do you manage that? Um, a lot more training, a lot more teaching, I guess, huh? Right. A lot more training hours. I mean, we have to teach them how to sweep, (laughs) which we never had to do before. Hmm. Oh yeah, we did. Not, not all of them. We had to teach a lot of them how to sweep even back in the day, back in the day. Not as many. Uh, they don't even know how to hold the broom. Okay. They, They can't count change when we get them. They have no concept of how to count change. If if they push twenty on the reg on the POS system, of course, at this point that's what it is. Uh, and the guy only gave them a ten. They look real funny. Like, what do I do? I'm like, do you know how much money you need to give them? Oh, and they're they're confused. Okay, because no, that's not something they're taught in school nowadays. Yeah. And it seems, and I know this is a horrible thing to say, but it seems like the schools really don't want them to work you know they're kind of against them working so they make it a little harder on them uh the teachers nowadays give a lot more homework than they used to yeah and and they are very intense with homework Hmm. so especially this fall we'll we'll probably lose a couple good employees due to homework because they'll just come (laughs) to us and say we can't do this anymore we got too much homework we can't even work one day oh no yeah really yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's that's that hurts because that's when we're really short because we've lost all of our college kids. Yeah. So. Wow. Anybody thinking about going into business, that's something they really have to think long and hard about, because if you do get to the point where you're very successful. um, That's going to be rough. That's going to be your hardest thing to deal with is is not having enough good help. And especially when you think you got it licked and, you know, like us, you're in the fall and you think, okay, it's all downhill from here. It's not because even though it will slow down in the fall uh, for us or any other ice cream store in the business, it, it does not slow down for us physically. Right. Because we lose. Everyone's in school. Yeah, they're all in <laughs> school. So physically we feel like we're doing, you know, the same amount of business when we're only doing uh, let a lot less business at that point. Well, this is a, yeah, it's an interesting dilemma because so the kids are spending more time in school. Now the idea is everybody needs to go to, you got to go to college. And, um, mm-hmm. then yep. the challenge though, is it, is it, uh, not to get too far on a tangent, but I think it does tie back to this is that people are, you know, everybody's following that path and we've got a, you know, trillion and a half in student loan debt now and people are unfortunately getting out of school and then not only are they not able you know it's how do you start a business I, I worry about just entrepreneurialism in general um because of that because you can't start a business when you're strapped with student loan debt right that will never no. go away no um, you can't. so you it's can't. a it's a tough thing it's, it's really tough if they're if it's starting so early with you know kids at 16 17 years old having to Stop working for <laughs> school work for stuff that you know you you go you learn a lot more a lot of times uh, doing what what y'all do and and interacting with people I mean all these skills that you need in any job you know the ability to handle a lot of 
intensity under stress and, and make people feel happy and communicate with each other and, um, you know, all the really wonderful skills that you need in any job, you're going to learn those working, especially at a place like yours with the volume you do. That's, you'll, they're learning more than they probably would ever imagine, I guess is my point, <laughs> working with you guys. Yeah, we have a lot of them that come back to us and say, tell us that it was their, their best job they ever had. I bet. You know? Yeah. And, and that's a, that's a real compliment. Um, they, they don't realize that until they, you know, until they get out into the real world, so to say, um, how easy they have it. And, and, you know, I might also add that, uh, with us using your product schedule fly, um, you know, the nice thing is they've got some flexibility there and they figure out real, real soon when they get out into the real world, they may not have that flexibility. Right. That's right. Right. Exactly. Trade with someone. <laughs> yeah, trading with someone doesn't usually work when you're in a real job. And so to say, not that ours isn't a real job, but I mean, you know, obviously, if if someone uses ScheduleFly correctly and they work with their fellow employees, if they need to be off a certain time and they didn't realize it, somebody will take their place, and and that's a positive thing because then they're happy and. And uh, they'll trade. They'll they'll do the same for that other person if if they're someone that's a team player. They have to be a team player, of course, for it to work. Yeah, for sure, for sure, absolutely. Well, yeah, you know, I, I love stories like this. It's it's so inspiring to just hear a, a, a family that's dedicated um, the the years and time that you all have to building this business. It's such a unique business that will endure as long as you want it to. And I mean, you've made tens of thousands of people really, really happy over the years um, with, you know, serving them fresh, good, uh, homemade, soft serve ice cream. So I I just, I tip my hat and I I love, I just love stories like this. I really do. It's what, one of the great things about our country is the opportunity to, you know, start and build businesses like you all have. And Lots of hard work comes with it, but lots of lots of reward and payoff. And like you said, Tabby, you're, you know, there's so such such a great thing about <clears throat> with all the hard work that comes with it. But the, having having a business that's yours that, you know, you're not off kind of having somebody, you know, in the corporate world having to you know live around somebody else's schedule and and just you know do work for somebody else. So I, I really just want to congratulate you guys. Uh, both you, Keith and Tabby, and your family for doing what y'all do. And I know, you know, you've built a really unique institution there in Westchester. And I, I would bet that the folks in the town are very, <laughs> certainly uh, that your biggest fans now, because uh, it's clearly you've done a, a really amazing job with the business. Oh, yeah. They they are true uh, fans. And, and they love the fact that we're here, because like I said, we are certainly a draw to the area, which of course is what the visitors bureau wants. And, uh, I might also add that what you just said there, I can never work for anybody else. Mm. I can only work for myself. I'd I'd make a, I'd probably make a bad employee if I was working for you. Um, (laughs) just because I've been so used to doing it all myself and and having my own company all my life and doing it my way. I mean, you know, if, if in our case, if, um, Let's say we have a hot fudge, which we we love our hot fudge, but let's say years ago we decided to switch the hot fudge out. Well, that's our decision. Right. We don't have to we don't have to call corporate up and say, hey, we're going to we're going to change to this better hot fudge. Um, 
and that's the glory of owning your own business. You you get to make that decision. You don't have somebody else tell you. You're going to have to, you know, and a lot of these corporations do that nowadays. They'll say, you're going to cheapen your product because you'll make more money if you cheapen it. And, yeah. And we, don't, we don't have that philosophy at all. You know, I always find that to be a myopic way to look at things, and it's it's how much of corporate America has managed. It's uh, they're they're basing decisions on measurable things, you know, cost yep. of goods and profit margin and everything else. But I always find that you know when you have a a small business, um, you know, you can make decisions based on immeasurable things that you you can't quantify it, but you know it's the right thing to do and people sense that right so um, Correct. It, it it makes a difference it makes a huge difference it's why it's so funny that you know <clears throat> those types of decisions might lead to short-term profit and some person or some executive might get a bonus because of some you know cost-cutting measure but long term um, it it harms the business because it makes it less and less authentic and real and you know the product becomes watered down and next thing you know they're making those decisions you're doing the opposite and what happens you've got how many people would you say were in your drive-through yesterday how many? um last sunday it was 681 681 cars, cars coming through a drive-through because <laughs> right. people want quality high quality with you know with a smile i mean it's just not that yeah but anyway um so i i'm i'm violently agreeing with you <laughs> it's just i think it's a it's absolutely a great way to i love to hear that philosophy i guess as well if you ever get out here you definitely need to stop by i know you're a long ways away from ohio <laughs> where where is west Ch- i should have looked on the map i mean i've been to i've been to columbus and i've been to um cleveland and i've been to cincinnati well we're we're in between cincinnati and dayton okay right oh yeah yeah Absolutely. I've actually driven from Cincinnati to Dayton before in a previous career in a previous business. So I know right where you're at. Yeah, it's a, it's it's good country there for sure. Absolutely. And in uh probably nicer weather than uh further north in, in in the state. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, although it's not nice as not as nice as your weather in, in I believe North Carolina, right? I'm in Charlotte, yeah. 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 I could I could give somebody else the humidity but we'll we'll we'll, we'll take the, you know, the weather's not the weather's pretty nice here it is pretty pretty good but um well hey listen i know that you all are busy and i really genuinely appreciate you both taking the time to share the story of the cone and why y'all love what you do and uh, it's just very inspiring and also you know good for folks to hear that there's there are a lot of challenges that come with it but at the end of the day um i know that there are probably times when you're saying god this is what in the world? This is exhausting, but you probably ultimately wouldn't trade it for anything. I would, I would guess. Is that, is that fair? <laughs> that is, that is fair. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, Tabby, Keith, thank you very much for the time. Thank you for the business. We appreciate it. And, um, we'll, uh, we're always around if y'all ever need anything, but I'll, I'll let you go, but I, I really do appreciate your time. All right. Thanks thank, for talking to us. Thank you. All right. Y'all take care. You too. You too. Bye. Bye-bye.